Hi, this is Doug Zanger, America's editor for The Drum, here at my home base in Portland, Oregon. Over the past almost two years, we've spoken to some truly amazing leaders on our Exceptional Women of the World podcast. Originally started as Exceptional Women Out West due to my unique geography, we expanded the show globally to shine a light on the lives, work, achievements, and perspectives of women in creativity, advertising, marketing, technology, and more. Over the course of these shows, we've learned a lot. And as we lead up to the next 3% conference in New York next week, we decided to take a look back and recall what past 3% conference attendees and speakers have put on their must-read lists. Some are about business, some about life, fiction, nonfiction, news, opinion, and everywhere in between. It's an interesting snapshot and a little 3% conference reading list as we here at The Drum look forward to proudly partnering with the 3% conference once again this year. Enjoy. I'm Lynn Power. I'm the CEO of J. Walter Thompson, New York. What's a must read? I read Stephen King's Night Shift when I was 12, back in 1979. Interesting. It had just, it was, I think it was published in 1978, okay? So it was like a new book. And it was, for me, like, totally opened up my imagination. I was like, oh my God, reading can be amazing. So I am a voracious reader. I read, I read at least three books at any given time at the same time. I have okay. multiple books going on. Okay. Because I usually have one that's a little more sort of businessy and I'll have a good fictiony and I'll have a good like detective book. I always have like multiple. But the reason I'm bringing up this book is because I have a 14 year old daughter. She's now getting into reading. And last year I said to her, you got to read Stephen King Night Shift. And she read it and it was just like when I read it. It's, you know, yeah. so many years later, and she had that same, holy shit, this is amazing. How much can I read of Stephen King? I'm like, oh, he's written oh, a lot. Yeah. Don't worry. He's, he's written more than one. He's written more than one. You can, so now she's, she's literally like... Amazing. Just burning through like every book he's written, and she's just loved it. So that's why I think, you know, any book that kind of gets you... Spark. Yeah. Gets yeah. you kind of motivated is good. And it's interesting, because I think you're right. If you pick one author... And especially if you evangelize that to other, like whether it's family, friends, or colleagues, and you kind of turn them on to something. Because the business books are fine, right? I mean, they're Malcolm more Gladwell, must-reads, right? Yeah, right. You know, yeah. I, but good, you know, good to read. Yeah. But it's when you get outside of that, that's kind of interesting. I'm like in the milieu of Icelandic crime novels right now. Oh, I've read most of those. It's ridiculous. Like the pacing is so slow. The but pacing it's enjo- is so slow, but, but I still But that's like what's them. enjoyable about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm reading a Swedish crime nov- novel right now, okay. but anyway, we'll we can notes. have a whole we'll conversation about that. My name is Val DeFebo and I'm the CEO of Deutsche New York. What's a must read? For me, a must read is the New York Times book review every Sunday. Okay. In paper. So in the paper. In the paper. I like to, I pick that piece out mm-hmm. and I take it with me and I don't read it all on Sunday, but, or on Saturday when I get it. But I like to look at it through the week. And it's it's interesting because I like to see, I look at the bestseller list, whether they're the e-bestsellers or the, right. you know, the hardbacks or uh, paperbacks. I like to see what people all over the country are reading. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting to kind of see where people's heads are. It gives you a little bit of a cultural like right. touch point. And then I just like to read about the things they cover, the reviews and things. I want to see what's out there, what people right. are writing about now. What, uh, what are people reading now, recently? Well, what's the mood of the country, Val? 
well, you know, the mood of the country is, is through the lens of books is like everything else mixed, right? <laughs> it is. We're it's, not a happy place. Well, and I, in some places we are a happy place. I, well, I think that people are happy in their own thing, right. but I'm not sure that they're all happy about the same thing. In other words, some people are reading Hillbilly Elegy and some people are reading uh, The Zookeeper's Wife and The Handmaid's Tale or whatever. Right, you know? right, right. And there are millions of people still reading Hamilton, right? So there are lots of things that people are reading. But I think it's interesting to look at what, what's being written too. Like I still love reading the books about the things that are recovered from the Nazis or the people who helped the Jews during World War II. I'm fascinated by it. And I'm fascinated that people are still writing books about it, that there are still firsthand accounts that you can get, that they're still digging up stories about. And I'm not talking about fiction. No, 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 no. No, but they're, they're unbelievably important. They're unbelievably important.